apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny I mean, the revolution is continuing, Eli Braden. The, uh, the revolution is not over. These revolutions are not fought in one night, and then it's not like some bloodless coup is what I'm saying. These revolutions can go years, and I've stretched this metaphor to its breaking point. Wow. Do you lo- spell bloodless coup? B-L-O-O-D-L-E-S-S-C-O-U-P? I thought you were just going to say coup. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, it's a coup. It's a coup. Yeah, a bloodless, yeah. bloodless coup. This is a long yeah. way of saying, a very long way of saying. We are back coup. with Josh Magowitz. Applause. Oh, my God. Josh Magowitz. Holy balls. Ladies, oh keep the tops on. Holy oh my, shit. Oh by the way, by the way, the next time we do a story in which the crime scene techs go over a car and don't find any evidence, I'm going to use bloodless coup. And oh. I'm gonna, and I'm, will and you I'm, do that? That would be like an honor. And I'm going to think about you guys. I yes. You I will yeah. feel like the person whoever Carol Burnett was tugging her ear for. Right. That was if her grandmother. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for getting that, Lauren Savon, who's also still with us. She oh. waited here all week long. Wow. Well, yeah, she came back for seconds. Nice of her. Yeah. Sloppy seconds, Lauren, is what we call her. Uh, I never <laughs> called her that. No. No. Not to her face. No, not to her face. Not no. to her face. Jesus um, Christ. So we're back with the great Josh Magowitz, and we covered. I, I feel like we barely scratched the surface. Um, we did barely scratch the surface. I have a this question. Is true. Well, let, can yeah. I also say something? Yes. This So Josh and I are friends. Yes. We're buddies. Very close. And uh, I would say like how we met when you were talking uh, last week. Yes. About, you know, your relationship on Twitter. Don't you remember when we were at the Palm having lunch with... Uh, I will never Ken forget Lamont that. And, and we walked by and you tweeted like, I didn't, I didn't say anything. Like you tweeted something like you, you didn't that. want to like say anything to yeah. us, and we're yeah. like, oh my god, oh my god, I would yeah. have been so excited. I know. <laughs> I, I I never said this, but I saw you out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, I was like, do I go up and say hi to Josh Mankiewicz? I, oh, like, I, didn't, I know. didn't, and then I felt like, oh my god, I would have been so excited. I know. But oh. then we ended up having lunch a few but times. We ended up having lunch, yeah, and I. I... First of all, you'd stop by and said hi. I know because you had a yeah. mouthful of yeah, like, meat. Yeah, yeah, me but, too. But, <laughs> well, it's the palm. Different yeah, for is. you, though. <laughs> Speaking it of means jail, dicks. <laughs> yeah, I got it. No. Yeah. But oh, uh, that's where you were going. With yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. She has this real subtle humor. I do. Makes a lot more sense. Now. Talking about cox, Josh. Talking about cox. They're thinkers, is what we. So this is what I do to Josh of our our friendship is that I will watch. With the new Dateline, I'll like I'll DVR them. So whenever I get a chance, yes. and then the moment I sit down to watch it, I tell Josh I'm about to watch. I text yes, him. That's right. And I get then, these real time updates. And then he gets my full play by play of everything right. that I'm thinking. Who? And sometimes it just says, "So what's with this guy?" Uh, <laughs> Like, what is she wearing? <laughs> Why didn't you say what the hell are I you wearing? I think you might be referring to the guy that we introduced at the beginning of Act Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really know when you started. Yeah. I like that pocket square. <laughs> Look, I've watched a lot of media. It's really, I really dig deep. I really yeah, like. I've watched a lot of media with Jenny Johnson. High five, and I will say this: I'm very grateful Christian for a pause name. button. For a pause button, yeah. because we will start to get to talk, and it's like we just miss, we have to pause it because we have to talk about it as it's happening. Yes, yes. but that is something that absolutely, yeah. You and I, nobody wants to watch 
anything with us. No, anything with us. Stop. Well, because then something will get us off, and then we will start. We are huge fans of us. It's like it's like us is like a big tree with a lot of branches. So it starts, and then we start going down this branch, and it goes back, and it goes. And then it's like, what were we watching? And anybody who happens to be in the room with us, it's. I mean, it would be super. Yeah, it would be super obnoxious. We entertain ourselves, but that is ex- that is exactly what I do to you every yeah. time I sit down to watch right. one of Josh's <laughs> what, episodes. What I is just, he thinking? Yeah. It says, I'm like, I'm like, "Look at that guy." So now, if that guy didn't do it by the end of this, and every time <laughs> I, I could look through all of our texts, and every time in the middle, Josh will just go, "Keep watching." <laughs> <laughs> do you have that on a so, shortcut key? So. So I, I know if I hit F7, that's like, like, yeah. Just so, keep, wa- keep watching. Just stop texting me so, and keep watching. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, but, but you're, you're not alone in that. I get a lot of, uh, I, get, I get a lot of people writing to me and, 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 and mostly texting. Oh, I thought it was special. So John Lewin, who was prosecuting Robert Durst, is yeah. a, is oh. a, who's uh, about, like, if I had committed a crime, but like the last guy in America I'd want coming after me. Right. Yeah. He calls me all the time after datelines, including datelines that I didn't do, to critique the work of the prosecutor. Really? Right? So I see that. I'm actually surprised like the phone isn't rung today because like, it's usually on a Saturday and the phone will ring and I'll see it's him. And I'm like, hi, John. And he says, look, I don't know what the law is in North Carolina, but I would have filed a 314 motion. And I'd be like, well, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure that you're. They, you do realize. Yeah. Well, don't people like, like yeah. my, my own mother will ask these questions because she knows that I know like she knows my obsession with Dateline she knows uh-huh. I know Josh she knows I know like uh, other people at like uh, Katie Bloom yes yeah, so we I'm love friends her, with her she's a, a producer there yep. and my mom will say like she, she'll ask me a question or she'll go oh you know such and such here in town you, Josh to do that I'm like he's not a detective like she she thinks <laughs> like do people think really, that I, I can't really assign Josh the story I know but, but do yeah. people think that about you oh, like, yeah. So, yeah, like yeah, yeah. they assume well, like get I'm, Josh to arrest him I'm like actually, why isn't he on the case I'm actually <laughs> flattered by the number of people who say this crime just happened you should get on that I'm like I do not actually solve the crimes. Oh, right? I, I've, a, I've told people a that a police department. Department. Like you're a superhero. Yeah. But, the, but the crime exactly. has to like be take there's place. A, there has to be an ending, and then y'all. Can... There's a whole police department yeah. which is financed through your tax dollars. <laughs> right? They have a whole bunch of people that actually go out and do this. And they do a very good job. I have also have a theory that people, anytime I see what it doesn't matter whose whose episode it is, but anytime I see an attorney with a ponytail, a male. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't, you're guilty. Just yeah. don't. Well, I've never seen a, a long gray ponytail, and it's like, that's the guy okay, you want to uh, get uh, to represent well, uh, you. I mean, uh, that. We're now, uh, two weeks ago, I did a story. I'm keeping up with the timeline here. Okay. Two weeks ago, I did a story in Atlanta uh, in which there's a guy with a long ponytail. I saw it. Who I thought exactly the same thing, which is like, Grow up, man. Come on. Like, like, what are you doing? Right? You I don't mean, even know what to do with your hair, let alone. Right. How, would you yeah, my yeah. Divo- how would you handle my, my criminal case? And also, like, like, I mean, it's a little like, you know, I mean, the, you know, when your attorney smells like Axe body spray, you're, you're going to prison. You know? <laughs> you know? Get but right. every time you see him, he'd, yeah. he'd knuckle bump you and sort of shakes your hand. Yeah, I mean, the ladies like on the it. jury crazy, right? Yeah. I've watched <laughs> the commercials. Attorney, they must crawl yeah, along. Your attorney smells like well, axe. You're, you're, get ready for Corcoran. Yeah. They, they refer to the judge as, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. bro. Except, so except then I met this guy in Atlanta. Bruce Harvey is his name. He's one of the top criminal attorneys. And I thought, you know what? I'd hire that guy. 
Like after I interview, I'm like, I'm hiring, like, and I might say, I might you say, you might make cut the pony. I might say to talk. Now, just hold still one second, but yeah, but but I not, tripped and fell with my scissors. Yeah, but he's like, he, like, he really knows what he's doing. It was, it was a total side trip, but my one of my favorite uh, Zach Galifianakis jokes, yeah, is he's like, I've been using X body spray lately. I'm sorry for the African Americans in the audience. Um, ask. <laughs> Which is still one of my favorite. Like he just does it so deadpan. I don't get it. No. <laughs> no, but like, how many times have you seen like the ponytail, like the ponytail? Oh yeah, no, no, it's it's like the ponytail. I, well, I wish I could remember there was a guy that he had like a really weird speech impediment too, and this long pony. He was oh, I know really you're talking, angry. Uh, 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 yeah, um, I know exactly who you're talking about, and I and 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 we were. Uh, God, we were fighting about something. Yes, and y'all uh, are really getting into it. He has a speech impediment in this weird. It'll come back to me. Yeah, pony. Like Adnan's yeah. attorney in the um in the uh, in serial. Is this the guy? It's like, yeah, of course he was going to be found guilty with that. Never going to get off. No, yeah. but I don't know if he should. I'm not sure. I know you still think he did it. I don't know if he did. That's yeah. why I'm not. I can't tell. I don't know. Did you, you listen to that? No. Uh, serial. Yes. Serial. Yes. What do yes. you think about that? Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry. There's not going to be another trial. Me too. But um, what do you? But it's it, to me, it is yeah, it's fishy. I mean, look. Maybe based on it. based on what I know about that, I think it might have been hard to vote guilty because you yeah. do have doubt. I mean, you're yeah, there was reasonable doubt. You're supposed to be convinced. Well, same with the staircase, which is yeah, and yeah. it's a little bit like like Tex McIver in uh, in Atlanta who yeah. shot his wife through the back seat of the car. I mean, uh, with the comedy felony, dumb, very tough to prove deliberate attempt at murder. There, yeah. well, that's uh, that case was also yeah, it was very yeah. weird that he just had a. Well, first of all, I mean, who was... kills their wife? First of all, he's got lots of unrestricted access to his wife at their ranch, yeah. which is outside of Atlanta, and EMS can't get there. So if you shoot somebody, they're going to bleed out before any help arrives, and there wouldn't be anybody else around. But no, you're going to do it. But having a gun in your lap was weird, too. You're going to shoot somebody through the seat. First of all, you have no idea what it, the bullet's going to hit in yeah. there. And we come back and hit you. You have no idea. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're... The wife's best friend is driving the car. She's sitting right next to the victim, yeah. and you can't control her. You don't know what she's going to see yeah. or what she's going to tell law enforcement. That makes that whole theory very tough. Well, yeah, what did that. you think about the the friend driving? Well, I mean, I interviewed her. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, she and Tex were absolutely not having any kind of relationship, which is what everybody thought. No, I didn't think that. I just thought that she was like flip floppy. I don't know. She didn't seem like very. I, I strong think, with her case. I think originally she believed Tex, and I think she wanted okay. to believe Tex. I think she wanted to believe that it was a okay. that it was an accident. Yeah, and like everything that he does after the fact makes him just look guiltier and guiltier. Yeah, you know, he starts talking about how much money he's going to get. Yeah, he sells all her clothes and jewelry and furs like right away. Yeah, and he starts talking to other people about other women, and he. Has a he, he and his attorney go in and talk to the cops, and they say, well, we don't know what happened here, but the gun wasn't cocked. In other words, yeah, yeah. then he had to pull really hard on the trigger to make it fire. Yeah. Well, okay, you know, what you should do is just shut up. And, yeah. and, and actually, I mean, one of the things, I mean, his attorneys who went to trial were not his attorneys at the time he was saying and doing all these dumb things. Uh, otherwise, uh, this all might have ended differently. Wow. But it's yeah his his whole behavior. But I I put him almost also in the Michael Peterson category. He's an odd guy. No, he's an odd guy. And I and I his mean, the things that he said and did didn't, that I, doesn't necessarily make you guilty. It just makes you no. And I mean at odd. The end, but then again, it could make you at sentencing. He you know he doesn't he doesn't testify at sentencing. He comes out and he sits down and he starts talking about how he's going to miss his godson, 
right? Mm-hmm. And how he's going to miss the food at Chick Fil A. Yeah, that was a really you know, and how his godson you know uh, you know loves the Warriors, right? So yeah. he's a Warriors fan, right? Yeah. You know, and then he says, you know, by the way, my wife, who I accidentally shot, and who's gone. Yeah, I miss yeah, you so much, honey. Too, but those nuggets at Chick-fil-A. Woo! <laughs> child, those yeah. are just fucking good yeah. as shit. Yeah. Well, the, I, maybe it's yeah. hard for well, a weird three. person to get a good trial. I mean, it's like. Well, like the staircase with Michael yeah. Peterson. I remember like the first episode, the very first one, where he's telling, you know, oh, we went to the blockbusters and got America's sweethearts. And, we, you know, we watched, ate our dinner. And then. He he walks out by the pool and he said, and then that was the last time I saw Kathleen alive. No, wait, it was when I went back in after she <laughs> like yeah. he he you know said something. But then again, you're like you're being recorded. Yeah, like, and you could like yeah, what, it's what possible you? to. I'm but, troubled but that there like, was somebody else in Germany who died in exactly the same way. Right, that's why I, but, I can't get. But over he that wanted fact. to be in front of the camera. Like he yeah. was definitely. No, no, that's extremely weird. That's, that's extremely, extremely weird. weird. But yeah. she did. They said, "Oh, she had been complaining of headaches. She had been going to the doctor." Uh, there is. Uh, <laughs> I know that's why I live in a one story. Martin <laughs> no, and I were talking about this just before we started, where it was like it was about a little bit about sexual harassment. It was. It's like if you just get one. Lauren was person, saying, "Stop it!" And you yeah. kept. But if you get one person accusing you. There's, re- there's, there's, there, I think you have reasonable doubt. It's when you get like three people who are saying 30, 30 people. Yeah, who don't know each other, who are telling the other. same story. And their stories are all like slightly that, similar, but very felt, detailed. That's how I felt about Peterson in this, in this particular case. So. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you could, I mean, like I was just talking to, I was doing stand up at the improv this past week and there was a few of us talking about Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Like, did oh, you, yeah, you yeah. know, and that was something that like this, ex-girlfriend yeah. writes a very very detailed you know and and then you read like wow that's he gets fired you know yeah. from shows there's no investigation that that can take place there, like- there's there's not like somebody investigating to see let me prove this innocent or guilty like that catfish show that neve nev whatever yeah. his name is somebody yes yeah, yeah. somebody said accused him of something they Let's pause the show. Let's do an investigation with the third part. You know, right. they found nothing. Okay, let's resume. Uh-huh. This will never be like it's just this one. That's exactly it, how I felt, and they got rid of him so quick. And I mean, yeah, it, it's a and, yeah, and there's I, two. There's like an ex fiance and ex girlfriend. They're all coming forward and saying, no, he would not. Like that's not but, the guy I honestly, know. Honestly, if like if like being like a terrible boyfriend, yeah. or husband is 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 grounds for firing. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of somebody should probably take my job. Um, <laughs> but everybody, but that's what I mean. Like that to me was something that like I. That's, I mean, it's different, but it is the world we live in now. Like, somebody wrote no. a piece. It never even named him. We all knew who it yeah, was. Yeah. But, like, for him to lose everything right. based on she could be telling the truth 110%. Yeah. She could be lying 110%. Well, no, it's a, but we'll it's, never know. Well, know? it's a couple of things. I mean, one is that, you know, I mean, we've never, I mean, there's, we're in a time where, where, where any accusation is almost sort of instantly believed in a way it wouldn't have been before. The public, right? right? And the other thing is opinion, like, right. and like in show business, there isn't any agency that's going to investigate as long as it's not an actual yeah. actionable criminal yeah. act. Right. You know, I mean, if it's what he was accused of, like who? There's no, yeah. you know, there's no HR department for all of showbiz. You know. Yeah, and it's like you you posted something, something was posted, and this whole and your life is just becomes true. Yeah, yeah, and like that's it's not fair that that 
that's the reaction. But it, then if, if it's not the reaction from AMC or whatever, then it's like, oh, you condone that kind of behavior. It, there has to be – somebody has to draw a line in the sand at yeah, this no, point. No, I, I think it's not it's I mean, not I, right I, Look, word. I'm happy to – look, I, 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 since the 80s, had heard secondhand from people that Bill Cosby was raping women. Honestly, people that. on that set knew – that this was going on. The bosses knew. I had a friend who was a stage manager whose job was to keep the cute extras out of his dressing room. Oh, really? Camille knew. So this had been going on for a really long time, but he was making money, and and and, and they right. didn't. So I'm happy that the pendulum has swung oh, yeah. away from that. But there's you know, obviously there's going to be that there's that overcorrection. Oh, I mean, look, when I when I joined this business, which was you know before any of you were born. I mean, not okay, me. Now you were already on Modern Family then, but. Uh, <laughs> But, but you could grope everyone, right? Right. And now well, you're I like, mean, no, you can't anymore. I mean, right. I mean, what's what's with that? I mean, when no. when I when I started, which was in 1975, I mean, in, in oh cool, someone you know, here is older than I am. Right. The Fantastic. words the words sexual and harassment were not even mentioned together. No. Uh, particularly not in the workplace, and there that was thing, and there was nowhere where where I worked then. There there was nowhere for women to go, and there were guys who, I mean. I mean, I, the only good news is, I mean, the, to the extent that I saw some of this happen, I, I didn't need a seminar to know that, that that's, that's right. not an acceptable way to behave. But man, was it, uh, it was very widespread. Well, before we actually started recording, and I think it's just because you're from a different generation, I, you were referring to Helen Thomas as that um, hot piece in the skirt. <laughs> and I thought like that, I felt to me was That wrong. bothered you? It did. I felt like it's like, look, it's from another time. Because Danny was like, I said it first, and I'm really not right, you know? <laughs> I coined that phrase, and now here you are stealing my shirt. Hey, you know? so since we're since we're on this, before Dateline, you had a whole career. I did, I did. So, so which how, how did you, were you a journalism major? I mean, what, no, how did you I uh, start. I you know your origin story, Josh. Okay, I. Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. I. Uh, it's not even about us. I know. I, I'm trying. Hey, I'm gonna go get a drink. Wait, I'll talk okay, cool. <laughs> I, I grew up in uh, – I was born out here in California, but I grew up mostly in uh, Washington, D.C. My dad was in, was in public service. He was in he – was, he was actually briefly a, uh, an entertainment attorney here in Beverly Hills. Really? And then decided that he just couldn't do that you for his whole life. You come from a family. You come from a known family. There's, there's pictures at the Palm. Yes, but uh, – Are you from the Mankiewicz family? I am, yes. I did not know that, Josh. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. Right? I would have been so much nicer to you right? all along. Right? Now, I thought you knew that. Hey, um, can, I, can I wash your car later? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I did uh, not know that. That's amazing. Well, you know, my um, my dad sort of did, did sort of was the first one to sort of not go into the family business. Uh-huh. Uh, he went to law school and he was a journalist, and then he was in the Peace Corps for a while, and then he went to work for Robert Kennedy. And so through all of that, I sort of got much more of an education in in politics and public affairs than I did in sure. you know movies in Hollywood even though I was sort of aware that all the rest of my family was was out yeah. here cranking out product yeah and but I, I was always much more interested in, in in becoming a journalist and so I started doing that when I was a sophomore in college I went to work at ABC in the summer where'd you go to school Haverford okay. and and with journalism was not they didn't have that as a major so what was your what my major was uh, sociology, okay. which has come in very, very handy. Oh my god, that you can't my, open the New York Times without like that was sociologist. Course. I took I mean, sociology right. course in college. Yeah. I love yeah, sociology. Yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, 
Um, Which is exactly what you do. <laughs> like, yeah. Weird so, is, though. So anyway, and then I, yeah, and then I, I, and I started at ABC, and then I, I was, I covered. Was global uh, ABC? Or? No, a network in the network bureau in D.C., and I was wow. covering Capitol Hill for a while. I mean, behind the camera. And then Carl. Who was in the White House at this point? Uh, when I got there, Gerald Ford. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, and then Carl Bernstein, no one remembers this. Carl Bernstein was briefly hired by Rune Arledge off the Washington Post to become the Washington bureau chief for ABC News in a job in which Carl was spectacularly miscast. Yeah. That's primarily a manager's job and not a journalist's job. Sure. But one of the few things that Carl did while he was bureau chief was decide that I, who was a sort of off-camera reporter, should become an on-camera reporter. And he called the guy who owned the Washington, D.C. affiliate, who was this Texas banker named Joe Albritton, and said, and said, and Carl then was like, you know, one of the two best known no, journalists No, he's a, he's a world. People who don't know any journalist yeah. know him. Yeah, right. And he called Joe Albritton, who I'm sure took his call, like on the first ring, and said, uh, uh, I got this guy and I want you to put him on TV. And like, like now that would never happen. No, you'd be and, like, you got to go to Victoria, Texas. Exactly. <laughs> and and Albert was like, sure, send him over. Like, what a cool wow. story. Right? So whenever I see Carl, which is only like every like 10 years or something, Carl, Carl always points at me and says to whoever's around, he goes, this is the only thing I did in TV that worked. Right? Aw. So, That's awesome. So... <laughs> So because of that, I was I was a reporter in Washington where I already lived. So at least I knew my way around, and I yeah. knew the history of like who'd been mayor and that kind of thing. Yeah. And I did that for about fourteen months, and then ABC brought me back as a correspondent. And wow. So that's where I started. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And I covered a lot of wars and a lot of Central America and a lot of the Middle East. Well, how did you get yeah. into then like? Investigative, like how did you get you into? You know, I was a political reporter in in New York City at the at, at the CBS station, and then out here at KCAL. And then I, I I got offered a job when news magazines were kind of exploding in the early nineties. I got offered a job at Dateline, and I got offered a job on a news magazine that Fox was creating. Uh, uh, no, after Current Hard Affair, copy. no, because <laughs> those are Current Affair, like everybody knows, yeah. right? No, I was a uh, uh, I was uh, one of the reporters on the late but almost never lamented front page. Uh, oh. Which was, uh, Ron Reagan was on it. I don't know if you remember I that. I have a weird, like almost, <laughs> was I high at the time? And I probably was <laughs> watching that memory. Yes. And so I went to work there and that didn't, and that didn't last. But we all were, of course, high all the time. Um, and, uh, uh, and that didn't last. It was only on for about a year. And then Dateline offered me a job again. And this time I took it. Wow. So yeah. when did Dateline? Officially, like uh, I mean, when I started Dateline. No, just like Dateline, Dateline in general. Like, I started in '95, and I think Dateline was on for two years before that. Okay. I think. What happened? This is not your responsibility. Yes. But what happened to Stone Phillips? I've never uh, seen anybody leave the planet faster. Well, you know, he um, middle-aged ladies jerked off. Him he was away. so handsome. He has that great voice. I got news for you. I, he still has a great voice, and he's still super handsome. He's uh, Stone is doing great. He has a home uh, in California, in Northern California, and he's still in uh, New York City. <laughs> Jenny's been reduced to jelly. I know. Guy was to Stone Phillips. Like I never would have no, thought guy, in my mind, like mentally okay, thinking about things. This. Couple things. That is his real what? name. It is. It is. I know it's his real name. Uh, which, by the way, how is there not more uh, stones? Right. It is his real name. He was the. Uh, we started at ABC together behind the camera, both of us. Wow. He was. He's always been like the world's nicest guy. Did, he, was, did he just decide to leave? Yeah. He he just decided, you know, he he took he he would. I, I think he had just signed a contract when they paid him out, 
Uh-huh. And so I think he went a couple of years without working and getting a, a, probably a pretty significant salary. And then he just decided, you know what, I think I think that if the right thing had come along, he might have done it. He might have gone yeah. back in, but I think he didn't want to. And, uh, and he's been, and, yeah. yeah, he's done some documentaries. He did a thing on uh, on concussions in football. And he did a, uh, he did a, a great documentary called Moving with Grace about his mom who has Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I heard about this. Yeah, I didn't which if you can see it anywhere, I don't know where you would find it, but if you can find it, it's very well done. I think it was Guy will look. Guy will look for it, yeah. and if we can find it, we'll yes. look to it. Okay. Yeah, Stone Phillips, though, is my mom always had a big boner for him. I'm not kidding. I mean, like, I'm... I'm From really, Texas? I'm yeah, a, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't want to harp on this, but I'm straight. I mean, I really am. If you say but so. I honestly, but I honestly, I get it. I mean, it's like, if I had to... I can't think of I, you could I couldn't do I mean I couldn't do better than Stone. No, you could not. No, no, that guy. No, no. just talking to me. No, just my. Uh, are you saying your name, looking in your eyes? Yeah. Holy shit! You'd be <laughs> squirting everywhere. Looking you? over his shoulder. Uh, by the way, let me also say Stone Phillips. You know, we're talking about Bill Hader, but Stone Phillips, oh, one of the first people ever to do an imitation of me. Really? And still, when I call Stone, he answers the phone by saying, "Hi." Oh really? Yeah. Oh, is that really? something that you can yes. find? Is that yes. something that we can Google? Uh, is is it on YouTube? Uh, maybe. Can we be. look now, at that guy? Was no. there? Because I, I, there, I know in my business this happens all the time, and it's friendly sometimes, and sometimes it's not friendly. But was there competition between you and the other? Like, would you watch the other news magazines and go sure, sure. and say something like? Oh come on! Give me a oh, break. all the time. I watch and think and think like, why are you telling the story this way? Yeah. Why are you giving this away now? Why are you not waiting with this? Right. Also, have you not learned how to interview anybody? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is. Well, right. You're probably thinking that right now. Florida <laughs> 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 is for sure. <laughs> so, like, when you're watching, because it used to be Dateline 2020, that was like those were the two. Does 2020 can't hold a candle to y'all anymore? Well, it's kind of they. They sort now of, they're like, what would you do? It's like, what would I do if I saw a mom beating up her kid? I'd probably be like, good job, like fucking walk off. Yeah, but I go back to day. Well, that's just candid <laughs> camera, right? But with a moral, right? Right, and 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 yeah, that's right. And but but that's not taking they're, the place of 2020. That's a whole other that show. Is. Yeah, they're trying to find. I mean, they've their, got 2020 is still but it, sort but of. Isn't it like an extension of 2020? Them doing that? What would you it do? It was show? at one point, but now 20. Now oh, what would you do as its own program? There's still a separate 20. Jackie Yonis has his own program. Right. But 2020 is trying to be all now. Oh, yeah, right. 2020 totally. is against but us. But it's not on, working. On, no, it's not. We've been, we've been pounding them. It's not working them. at all. We've been turning them into a fine powder. And oh, I think I we can know. all agree that, and I mean, you've said this many times, Josh, that um, John Stossel is a douchebag. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, John Stossel hasn't been on 2020 in about 20 oh, years. Oh, okay, damn but, it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> damn it. Yeah. I told uh, you I don't watch it at all. Yeah. <laughs> when I was working in Houston as a news producer, and I, I worked at the ABC. What did he station. stick with that mustache though? Oh, like sometimes if if there was a big story or something in Houston, the people would come in to use you know like editing base oh. and everything. And I remember this <laughs> this man walking past me, and I was like, "Yo, somebody needs to go check it out. This dude looks just like John fucking Stiles. So you gotta look a mustache and everything." And they were like, "Jenny, that's that's who it is. That he he was he was doing some." You he were, was so excited. You were that, KTRK, right? Yeah. Okay, when I was when I was covering Hurricane Alicia in uh, 1982, which was right before you were born, I graduated high school. That year. Right, I, I was uh, born in '78. And uh, I was at ABC then, and so we went to we went to Houston to cover this, and we and we worked uh, out of out of uh, 
uh, KTRK. And oh, but there's a swimming pool in the and middle and shit. Apparently, <laughs> and I met Marvin Zindler, which was like, oh, like hugely, that was a big deal. Yeah, hugely yeah. thrilling. These oh, awards. Marvin Zindler, who had so many awards, he was like the original TV consumer reporter. The best little oh, wow. whorehouse in Texas. That, that was guy, he was the that one that busted. Him, right. Oh, really? Like, so, yeah, it was Dom DeLuise's. He had so yeah, many yeah. awards that they had climbed up the walls of his office and they had taken over like kudzu. They had taken over the ceiling. Really? It just went right up the wall then it made a left turn Charles and went right across the room. No, yeah. So, so and I, I, of course, had a wonderful time, but apparently we rubbed KTRK the wrong way so many times that they wrote this mean letter to the network about how awful we all were. Yeah, I still remember that. Yeah. Oh, God. I... Yeah, they're all dead now. But yeah. <laughs> Well, Marvin, I, when I started working there. Not and, Marvin. He was not part of that. Well, he he's no longer with us. God rest his soul. But when I started working there, like, as a kid, we watched. That This is the station I watched growing up. Sure. So, like, when I got hired there, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm watching. Right. You know, Dave Ward. Yeah. Hello, friends. I'm Dave Ward. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. This is he was the I'm anchor like, there when I was yeah, there. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. And I remember I meet Marvin. And Marvin was just this, like, he'd wear a white suit with a black shirt oh, his, with a white tie, oh, no. French manicure, a white wig. His, his hair was the color of, like, the pink He had hair. a million yeah. wigs, I mean, yeah. White. Wow. And he would wear yeah. these blue tinted glasses. Yeah. And, I mean, he would go, to, like, you'd go, Marvin, um, turn your phone off, Marvin. It's it's not working with your hearing aid, and we just hear. <laughs> we just start going like Marvin, your hearing aid, your you know your phone, take your phone out, and he what what huh? Sounds that's like another Bill sh- Hader character. He just he would just <laughs> shout everything. Oh, it was it was the slime in the ice machine. That was his yeah, like, slime in the ice machine. Slime in the ice machine, and uh, I remember like I'd go in the newsroom, and he'd be sitting at my desk, like at my like reading the paper, and I've thought I. How can I ask him to move? Get the fuck out of my chair, Marvin. Like right. he's he's a, so I would just like Hey man, what's happening? What? Is that nothing? <laughs> nothing of uh, I gotta gotta get get clinking gotta, here. Gotta <laughs> produce a newscast. You know, you know. Maybe maybe I could starring I could you push you yeah. away here in your French manicure. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah. he was they I have to say, my no. my favorite thing that ever happened uh, the like Every time I was around him, he really was like truly the loveliest man. And at his funeral, and he ended up, he, I mean, he was in his 90s, pancreatic yeah. cancer. And he just said, I'm not getting treatment. treatment. I've had a wonderful life. That's it. And his son, who spoke at his service, said, well, I told, I told dad, you know, he, you, want, you want to have it open to the public. You want your service for everyone because he was a man of the people. Yeah. He, did, he did a lot of really good things. And uh uh-huh. He said, Dad, I, I think you should, uh, Joel Osteen offered up Lakewood Church, which is huge. If you want to open to the public. You no, know? he didn't even do that for the flood. So that's, that's amazing. Exactly. It's like, uh, wow. Yeah, oh, oh, these are people that aren't going <laughs> to <they're gonna laughs> use this as a toilet. Okay, yeah, they yeah. can come out. And uh, his son, he said, uh, I go, Dad, I don't really think that's going to work. Because if you want to open to the public, do you know how many people are going to be here? He goes, I want it at my temple, at my temple, which is not very big. And he said, I don't, you know, he goes, no. Well, Joel Osteen, he's agreed, and he said, well, I think at this point, son, that's going to be your problem and not mine. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, so it's going to be at my... Oh, there is people just pouring into the street. that's amazing. Yeah, but he did, did, like, so many wonderful things. Especially growing up, whatever town you're in, you, you develop because... You see these local news people as these giant stars. That's right. And I, oh, I mean, I just God. remember like being in high school, and and like Sue Simmons hmm? was 
in it was like in my town doing a story on something probably drunk um, <laughs> guessing at that point but 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 she was like she was like I grew up watching her and you, yeah. like, you just remember all of these Kitey Tong I remember was well, Kitey's like, still on the air is she still on yeah. the air like she, she's a PIX I, think. I have a very funny so my friend and I in ninth grade we took a day off and we were or it was like on a weekend and we went into the city I grew up right outside of Manhattan in Jersey and we're going to the city and we see Kitey Tong doing a stand up so we're the two idiots behind her going like this what we didn't realize was the story was on New York holding its gay parade and so and so behind us is the gay we're, we're missing it because we're just seeing the camera and then all our friends th- uh, just assumed we were coming out again this is 1979 and we're kids it wasn't that open to that at that point nice yeah nice but you got on TV so. I got on TV which yeah. is what was most right. important that's right well I will say just Mar- one thing Marvin did, and we could probably put this, is that he had this Project Smile thing that he did, and it was all for little kids that had the yeah. clap right. Yeah, yes. and he was that was his big. He and and there was all these kids at the funeral that were there that had been his, you know. Oh, oh it was really sweet. He had, he he did a lot of good. He was a really good man. They're running but that I, commercial on CNN of all the kids with that, and it's very disturbing to watch. I mean, I'm happy that they're doing it. It's but yeah, you think like God, it it's, changes their lives. It's so it yeah. yeah, because it's not something that's life threatening, but it it is life. You know, no, like you it's life altering. Like if you have something like mm-hmm. that, you're not horrible. What are you going to do in life? Like no, I know. Yeah. So that was something that was very sweet that he did. But yeah, that was when Joel Osteen did open up the church. Oh, well, he used to the be, good old days. Yeah, the, the, good, good, old, the days. good old days. I, I like, like when, when it, I like when he was like it's flooded and yeah. he's like, oh shit, oh, people have people, iPhones and everyone's people, like, no, I don't want people not. traipsing <laughs> mud into my crystal church. Yeah, it's like, oh, I saw Katrina. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want round two yeah. of that shit. I have one more. question. We did not allow you to speak. I, I have one more. I have one more question. So. Are you year-round on that show? Is there hiatus? Yes. So are you always... So right now, you're working on a story how yes. far in advance? Well, usually a couple of months. I mean, this thing that, that we just did a couple of weeks ago in uh, in Phoenix, we, you know, it was... That aired like a month after the actual crime. So that's a pretty yeah, quick turnaround. That which was a the... hugely accelerated schedule for us. Yeah. But normally it's like a couple of months from... A couple of months from when it ends. Like, right, you know when it ends, and then you go do the interviews, and then you, and and so yes, we're on a lot of the stuff that we're on opposite is uh, they're in repeats over the summer, right? And so we are we're like the only thing new at that hour sometimes, and you're well, like, and, and, and so we oh. keep going. And I was gonna say there was one that when I was trying to explain to my mom like how long it takes because she was like, well, I know someone that I think did this. You should get your friends. I'm like, that's not the way it works, mm-hmm. and I I said no. These these things take. You have to understand that it's like. Y'all wait for something to be beginning to end, right? And then you have, and to, then we start, yeah. And, and then that the takes trial a while. Th- and I said, I, you got married, yeah. And there was one in particular that you would have a wedding ring, and you wouldn't have a wedding ring. Uh, that's right. That's <laughs> and right. I, and I caught it. I remember I was like, that's oh, right. it was after Josh got married. Then you were right. interviewing someone else. And I, was was, was like, I was like, oh, pre-marriage. That, that was. <laughs> that's right. How long have you been married, Josh? Uh, just over two years. Oh my God! Yeah. So you still love her? I. <laughs> I did. Those are great she times. She sounds pretty awesome. She though. is awesome. Uh, apparently, the secret is waiting until you're 60. This is my first marriage. This is your first marriage? Yes. yes. Wow. Yeah. You're smarter than anyone. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I love you very much at home. I got married once. No, I know you did. I mean, it was awesome getting divorced, too. Just wait. <laughs> just wait. It's going to be so <laughs> No. It's By the so way, cool. It's so supposedly, cool. Supposedly, an 80th birthday present. Yeah. I want you to give yourself that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, would it be fair to describe Josh Mankiewicz as a delight? I would call him a delight. Okay. I've always thought that. 
Wow. We're so grateful you came. Uh, I'm, I'm, tolerated my dog humping you. This is like the most fun I've ever had. Oh, my God. You're welcome. But then again, you mostly hang out with people who right, have just, just, just had horrible losses. That's <laughs> You've right. only talked to people <laughs> with right. ponytails that are lawyers. And, yeah. Oh, he's got one more thing. The ponytailed lawyer. Yeah, please. His shirts. Uh, he looked to me like a guy who had almost everything he had custom made. The guy with the ponytail. He had a he had a shirt, and, and sort of down here, like right above his belt line, it says... 13 and a half, right? And I said, what's 13 and a half? And he says, 12 jurors, one judge, half a chance. Shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, no. That's the kind of defense attorney I want. Oh, also, no. by the way, that's like the stuff of movies. So That is... That's really... Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I remembered what I wanted to ask you. That's, this is something that always makes me laugh, is that I know that y'all have to get, you know... You're t- you're talking to a sister, a f- friend, a family member. You're talking to two detectives. Y'all have to get the shots of them. All right, pretend you're working on your laptop. Right, right. All right, grab right. your cup of coffee with two hands and walk over that bridge. Right. We need that shot. Right. Does that not make you laugh a little bit? It, well, first of all, I don't have to be there when most of that stuff is done. I know, but, but when yes. you see the finished product, oh, yeah. no, no. it's, it's like you're trying to catch in a candid all, moment, but you know good and well. That we actually, like, in the same way that we spent a lot of time thinking about how to disguise who the bad guy is, right, right? Or, so, or somebody who got convicted, right. we also spend like, we're spending more and more time. Now, now you can have a drone. Right, which didn't used to be the case. Oh, right. So now, oh. Yeah. So no now, shit. Yeah, I mean anybody I can have a drone now. So now. Yeah, but I didn't know y'all use. Oh yeah, we use them all the time, which makes which makes like B roll like a lot easier and better because it used to you be have to get stock footage. Well, it used to be you know you'd see them you know at the river kind of staring out into the middle distance. Yeah, but now you right? can do that unbelievable or, shot. Right, or they'd be at their coffee table, you know, the way we all are looking right. through the photo albums again yeah. and again yeah. and again. Like so, <laughs> I, I mean that stuff ended up being sort of cliched, and so I'd much rather now. You if somebody's you get the cops like they're driving around or they're on the computer or they're you know my favorite one that y'all do because it's always and i'm not like this is this has nothing to do with the person that was killed it's that if they have a friend that's like the friend that really wants to talk right oh yeah the, you, and you've seen them you know oh, totally and right. that'd be, be danny for you right? yeah without <laughs> yeah. a doubt and, yeah. and that this, is totally so this right. is what danny would be doing every time it's the friend that really is way too like yes. and, and they also no i told her you know that he was bad from the beginning their shot is them with their iphone going and they pretend to be like texting or checking something but it's really like they need their readers but they don't have their readers Uh, on this is the over this is the overacting b-roll i love it it's that's that's always but it's only with the like mouthy friend yeah yeah they're they're they're, would you agree with that uh, I'm now going to have to pay very close attention <laughs> okay. to that. And there's always I've... like a, a mug, you know, on the table. Right. And then there's just this really right. like... I'm glad we've gotten away from the looking through the photo album. And the, the drones really have helped a lot. Yeah. I do, but the detectives that go through paperwork together side by side in a dark room. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. They do that a lot. Cops do that a lot. They sit in an otherwise dark room and just sift through the evidence of a case that they've already solved. Very clean dark yeah. room. And they've just printed out yeah, nothing. You don't believe that that happens, huh? And it's like, oh, this is actually them no, going through this case and solving uh, it, will, even though they were just wearing that same. I will shit tell you one thing. I'll tell you one it. thing we did was we, we wanted to disguise the fact that somebody <laughs> was out of custody, so so and and therefore that he'd beaten yeah. the charges. 
So we shot some video with like an old home video camera or an iPhone. So we had pictures of them, moving pictures, but they looked terrible. Like some friend of theirs had done it because if it looked, I said, really? and I said <laughs> at to the, the producer, bottom, it like, had like the date. I <laughs> said to the producer, I'm like, yeah, it says zero zero zero. Yeah. Right? I said to the producer, don't hire a crew for this because if it's professionally shot, they're yeah. going to know. No, that's Dan true. Not not yeah. under arrest. Yeah, that's you know? right. So so shoot it really badly, and they were like, okay, and and and, then, and it and it really and it it looked. It, it looked, looked poorly. <laughs> it looked like somebody's, you know, sister had shot it, and the guy was probably still locked up. Okay, which he last wasn't. question that I had: Is there anyone that you've interviewed that that did something that you'd be like, God, I hope that person doesn't get out because they're going to come find well, me? Or like that, oh, well, or not that, that that's a, like the craziest no. person. Like, no. what's the most insane kind of? No, wild... I mean, first of all, I mean, yeah, I'm curious about this. First myself. of all, most of the people that that I interview, the people who've been convicted or or are awaiting trial. By the time they talk to me, they're always on their best behavior because they're trying to convince me this is all yes. a mistake. I but you can it. tell you've talked to enough people that you know. Right. No, no. There's some people who I, I absolutely would not want to meet again in a dark <laughs> alley, but but they're unlikely to come after me, I yeah. think. But to the murder, they're just like the craziest person. They're like when somebody's oh, just so like calm, eerily uh, guy, crazy. Uh, well, the, the guy who killed uh, uh, Tom and Jackie Hawks off of the coast of uh, Newport. Um, De Leon? He, yeah, uh, uh, Scott. Oh, that was the that was a Power Ranger guy. Scott Leon. Yeah, yeah he was like a, trying to say that he was a woman and shit. Yeah, he he later. That did, guy was because he, he even had crazy eyes. He was. Like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. he he. Uh, this is a story of a guy who wanted to steal an ocean going uh, yacht. Not oh really, God. not what you think of as a yacht, but yeah. like a like a like a big power boat from from uh, uh, from nice this couple. Older, yeah. And he 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 used his newborn baby and his wife to lure them into a sense of. Of uh, security, and although the baby and the wife didn't make the trip, they were at the dock, and the and it made Jackie Hawks. Oh, you know, they had they had yeah. new grandchildren, and, and and they clearly let their guard down, and then they go out in the water with Skyler and this gang member that they'd brought along, who uh, they'd taken to the Gap and dressed, you know, made him oh look like in, inoffensively, yeah. and then out in the water they overpowered this couple. And made them sign over power of attorney uh, and the bill of sale for the yacht, uh, and then they tied him to the anchor and threw him overboard while they were still. Jesus alive. Christ! Yeah. yeah. And, and it was like a couple that was like, I would say like like my parents, like they yeah. had a boat and they're like, oh, I just want to sell our, you know. We want to sell the boat. We want to sell the boat. Move back to Arizona. Be near the grandkids. Yeah, and the yeah. boat was like one point five million. Like, yeah, it was, it was not like oh, super no. lavish. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Story. Yeah, that was a horrific story. But yeah. that that guy was really he was eerily yeah. calm. Yeah. Like he was just yeah. wow. Yeah, and they offered the wife, who you know obviously was not there at the moment of the murder. They offered the wife sort of queen for the day immunity if she would roll on her husband and she wouldn't do it she thought if she if i shut up we're all getting away and they said you can walk away you can have a lifetime of freedom raise that baby and she wouldn't do it she thought we're all going to get away with this and now she's doing life yeah yeah Oy vey. That's rough. What does that mean? Uh, I'll tell you later. You yeah, she, she's sadness. Like, yeah, we've established <laughs> um, her anti-Semitism knows no bounds. <laughs> uh, well, Josh, thank you so much for being here. Thank, awesome. thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. One of your awesome. This is my favorite interview. I say that basically about everybody, but right. I only mean it about a third of the time. You are in that third. <laughs> I want to let well, you know That's that. very flattering. Yeah, no, you should be flattered. And start writing Hallmark cards. Want to thank you all for listening. I don't. We, I'm thank sorry, you. guy. I know you had a lot to say. He just had a horrible loss in his family, um, and he wanted to talk about it. But we just don't have the time. I'm kidding. He didn't. He's fine. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you. Come back come next back, time. Come back next time. All right. 
Bye. Bye. <laughs>